Hi, I'm Amanda Sewell, and I'm one of the producers of Classical Sprouts. If you love this podcast, please donate to help Sprouts continue to grow. Go to classicalsprouts.org slash donate. Thanks, and enjoy the episode. What happens when cowboys and cowgirls of the Old West meet the music of Aaron Copeland in a ballet? Find out in this episode of... Classical Sprouts! Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm Kate Botello. Grab your cowboy boots and hat, partner, because today we're exploring the ballet Rodeo, composed by Aaron Copeland. We'll start the show by asking you this Quizlet question. In what modern-day country did the first rodeos take place? In what modern-day country did the first rodeos take place? Stick around, cowpokes. We'll tell you the answer at the end of the show. On today's show, we'll be exploring one of Aaron Copeland's most famous pieces, a ballet called Rodeo. Now, a quick note on the pronunciation. That is how music scholars refer to the ballet. It does come from a Spanish word. Copeland occasionally called it rodeo when speaking casually, but for the record, the professional pronunciation for the concert hall is rodeo. The ballet was choreographed by Agnes DeMille. She also starred in the piece as a dancer, and she came up with the story for the ballet. Agnes DeMille asked Aaron Copeland to compose the music for Rodeo, but she gave him some pretty specific instructions. One thing she wanted was to have lots of old cowboy tunes in a ballet setting. And here's what the ballet's about. Imagine a strong cowgirl. She's a tough cowpoke. She can do all the things the cowboys can do as well or better than they do. The ballet opens with Buckaroo Holiday, a rollicking day at the ranch. Rodeos were a tradition in the American Southwest on ranches. According to Agnes DeMille, the hands got to show off their skills in roping, riding, branding, and throwing. There were lots of horses and cattle, and it was a weekly event that brought the whole town together. The rodeo itself was followed by a Saturday night dance at the ranch house, and we'll get there later in the show. Here we meet our cowgirl. Now here's her theme. Listen very closely so you can recognize it again later. So every time we hear this little thing, this is the cowgirl. And I love this because her theme is so tiny, but in a lot of ways it's huge and it says so much and that'll make more sense the more you get to know her. So remember, Agnes DeMille gave Aaron Copeland a list of cowboy songs that she wanted him to use in the ballet music. And one of the first ones is when the rest of the cowboys show up. This song is called Sis Joe. 
Here's a little bit of that original song. And here's what Sis Joe sounds like in the ballet. Could you picture what the dancers on stage might be doing? Don't you think that sounds a little bit like horses trotting? In this scene, the cowgirl hangs tough with the other cowpokes. DeMille said she acts like a boy, not to be a boy, but to be liked by the boys. The cowgirl has a crush on the ranch's head wrangler, but he doesn't notice her because he thinks of her as just kind of one of the guys. He has his eye on the rancher's daughter. Copeland quotes another cowboy song here, this one called If He'd Be a Buckaroo. Here's Peggy Seeger singing some of the original song. If he'd be a buckaroo by his trade, I have him a hundo ready made. And if he throw his turns on right, I'll have my hundo every night with his ring ting tinny and his ring ting hey with his ring ting tinny and his ring ting. And here's If He'd Be a Buckaroo in the ballet. In the next scene, the rodeo has ended, the sun has set, and the cowgirl is sad that the head wrangler likes the rancher's daughter. Now, even though this whole piece is called rodeo, most of it actually takes place after the actual rodeo. For this scene, Copeland uses a musical style called a nocturne. Nocturnes are typically short pieces of music that feel romantic or dreamy and often suggest that it is nighttime. As you listen along, notice how the instruments and the music make you feel. How can you tell that it's nighttime? Try to picture how the cowgirl would be dancing on stage in your head. Coming up after the break, we'll head inside with our cowgirl for a party, and you're invited. We'll also give you a hint for the Quizlet. Stick around, little doggies. Hi, Sprouts. This is Elizabeth from the Clap for Classics podcast. Now, I know you love classical music already, and if you're between the ages of two and eight, I want to invite you to come check out my podcast. Forte the Lion is my co-host, and together on every episode, we share classical music and other songs in fun and silly ways. You kids will love the great music, Forte's silly antics, and getting active with the musical activities. You parents will love the rich educational material found in each episode. We learn about musical concepts like dynamics, rhythm, and form. We move our bodies, we sometimes use simple instruments, and we always laugh. We'd love for you to take a listen and see what you think. Just search Clap for Classics wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Welcome back to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. At the beginning of the show, we asked you this question. In what modern-day country did the first rodeos take place? You need a hint? Well, remember that rodeo, the name of this ballet, is the Spanish pronunciation of the word rodeo. Think about it. We'll tell you the answer at the end of the episode. Now, back to the story. The rodeo has finished, and it's time to party. Now, to make it sound like a party, Copeland uses a honky-tonk piano style. In the middle, though, we'll hear our cowgirl theme again, which means it's time to focus on what she's up to. This one is called Saturday Night Waltz. Our cowgirl is watching everybody pair up with a dance partner while she's still alone. It's much more mellow as all the cowboys and the cowgirls start to pair up as partners. Agnes DeMille told Copeland to use the folk melody, I Ride in Old Paint, in this scene. I ride an old paint, I leave. A paint is a type of horse that cowboys might have ridden back in the day. And even though it is a love song, it's not that kind of love song. It's actually about the love the cowboy has for his faithful horse. So what happens when Copeland uses that melody in this scene? Well, it's kind of sad because the cowgirl had her hopes set on pairing up with the wrangler. And what's he doing? He's dancing with the rancher's daughter. Dang it. Now the cowgirl dances by herself for a bit, but then notices that the champion roper also doesn't have a dancing partner. This is an interesting development, but the cowgirl isn't sure how she feels, so she just pushes him away. All right, enough with the mushy romance stuff. Let's get back to some fast and energetic dancing. It's time for the big event of the evening and the finale of the ballet, the hoedown. of you might recognize this, but did you know that the music of Hoedown was inspired by the song Bonaparte's Retreat? Copeland heard a recording of a performance by Kentucky folk fiddler Bill Stepp, and he liked it so much that he basically used it note for note in Hoedown. Hoedown. 
Try to picture how the dancers might be moving along to this music. Everyone is having a great time, and in the middle of it all, the cowgirl and the champion roper have started dancing with each other. Who needs a wrangler anyways? Ta-da! And that's Rodeo by Aaron Copeland. Now that the ballet is over, I bet you cowpokes and cowfolks are wondering what the answer to our quiz is. At the beginning of the show, we asked you this question. In what modern-day country did the first rodeos take place? The answer is... Mexico! The modern-day rodeo came about from the combined traditions of Spanish immigrant ranchers and native Mexican vaqueros. Vaquero means cowboy. And now you know why the name of this ballet uses the Spanish pronunciation of Rodeo. Well, that about does it for our look at Aaron Copeland's ballet, Rodeo. I hope you had fun. Did you recognize any of the musical themes? How did this ballet sound different from others you might have heard before? If you'd like to watch a complete performance of this ballet with Agnes DeMille's original choreography, visit our website at classicalsprouts.org. That's about it for this episode of Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. This episode was produced by Emily Duncan Wilson with support from Amanda Sewell. I'm Kate Botello. As they'd say in the Old West, don't take any wooden nickels. Adios. Interlocking Public Radio.